Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. Well, good morning. It's Pastor Tom. I just want to come to you this morning and say another year has come and gone, and here we are. It is the Christmas season, the season of great hope, the season that we all look forward to. So many homes are filled with Christmas cheer and Christmas joy, and kids are getting snuggled away and ready for that great night to come. When they fall asleep and they wake the next morning to a tree of gifts, But this evening, I want to come to you and I want to share with you the greatest gift that has ever been given to us was in Luke chapter 2, and that is the birth of Jesus. And I just want to take some time today to read that and pray over you all and just tell you how much you're appreciated for just joining us each and every week on the podcast from Canada to Australia, China and Russia, Germany. We're just so excited that you're all with us. And I want to share the scripture with you that comes from the book of Luke, chapter 2, starting in verse 1, and it says this, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was the first made when Cenarius was governor in Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one unto his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them. In the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring to you good tidings of great joy, which shall to be to all people. For unto you is a born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone their way from into heaven, The shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with a haste and found Mary and Joseph and their babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all they that heard it, check this, folks, all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told to them by the shepherds. And again, later in Scripture, we'll we'll hear this, 
But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen and was told unto them. And on the eighth day was accomplished the circumcision of the child. His name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law, Moses were accomplished, they brought him unto Jerusalem and presented him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer sacrifice according to the which it is said the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon. And the same man was just a devout, waiting for the consolation of of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child, Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law. Then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou servant depart in peace according to thy word. For my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all the people. A light to a litten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people. Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simon blessed them and said unto them, Mary, his mother, behold, this child is set for the fall of rising again of many in Israel. And for a sign which shall be spoken against, yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanel, of the tribe, Azra. She was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake to him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now, I want you all to catch this really quickly. Now, as parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover, and when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph, his mother, knew not of it. But they supposed him to have been in the company of when a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinfolk and acquaintances. And when they found him not, they turned back to Jerusalem seeking him. And it came to pass after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of doctors, both hearing them and asking questions. 
And all that heard him was astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not know that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not, saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and the subject unto them. But his mother, catch this again from verse 19 to here. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take just a little bit of your time. And I want to tell you that the greatest gift that has ever been given to us was Jesus. No matter what's under that tree on December the 25th, no matter what's in that box, no matter what's in that driveway, no matter what it is, the greatest gift that we ever received as a human race was Jesus Christ. You know, the manger is a representation of His birth. We all know that. He was born and wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in that manger, and years go by and He is led to the cross to where he died for each and every one of us. Then upon that cross, as he, he bled and died for us all, he was bruised for our transgressions. He was wounded for our iniquities. He died. And, on, and they took him and put him in a borrowed tomb. And on that third day, he rose again. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you this, that if you will place your hope and your trust in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, today, that is the greatest gift that you can have. And you may even say right now as you're listening, Tom, I have no clue how to place my trust in Jesus. I have no idea on how to do those things. I, I don't know what it's like to, to say that I truly, truly believe in Jesus. I, I, I don't think that there's been a time more relevant than now to give your life to Jesus. You know, oftentimes I know many of you listen every week and, and you're, you're wondering what it's like. How can I have a, a connection to Jesus Christ that, that you talk about every week? I want to share this with you. You know, John 3.16 is one of the most quoted scriptures across the world. And it simply says this that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that so whoever believeth in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. You know, that word believe is so strong, and sometimes we, we have a problem believing things. You know, my father even told me as a child, only believe half of what you see and hear. You know, but I want to share something so real with you. Because in Romans chapter 3, verse 23 says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We all fall short. I fall short. I sin. I mess up. Romans 3.10, the scripture tells us, No one is acceptable to God. 5.12 of Romans says this, Sin entered the world because one man sinned and death came because of sin. Everyone sinned. So death came to all people. There's one thing I can guarantee you. We're all appointed a day to die. Romans 6.23 says, When people sin, they earn what sin pays, death. 
but God gives people a free gift, eternal life in our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 1.20 says this, and, and these are just kind of paraphrases, ladies and gentlemen, that there are things about God that people cannot see as eternal power and all the things that make him God. But since the beginning of the world, those things have been easy to understand. They are made clear by what God has made. So people have no excuse for bad things that they do. We have no excuse for sin. We can walk outside and we can look around and we can say, you know what, this come from something. No big bang created it. I promise you this right here, right now, wherever you're at, and you might be riding down the road. Jesus loved you enough that he, he went to that cross and he died for you. And, and I say this all the time, and I mean it. If you would have been the only person on the face of the earth, he would have died just for you. Romans 10, 9 says, if you would declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And it says this in 10, 13, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. I don't know where you're at in life. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what what has brought you to the part of life that you're in at this very moment. But I can promise you this. Greater is he that is in you that is in the world. And if you've never took the time to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, I want to tell you right now, there's no greater time than today. So I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. And if you say, Tom, right now where I'm at in life, I know that I need a Savior. I know that I'm a sinner. And I want to clarify something. We all sin. We all mess up. But we have the grace of the Father who says you don't deserve it. It's unmerited favor. And I'm going to give it to you anyways because I love you. I cre- We're created in the image of God. Not the image of what everybody else thinks of us. We're created in His image. Will you accept that free gift tonight? That, that free gift of salvation? You know, God gave His Son. And we know it is Christmas. But it's what took place on the cross and on that third day, him rising from that tomb. If it wouldn't have been for the manger, there would have been no cross and there would have been no empty tomb and we would have had no hope. Will you accept him as your personal Lord and Savior? If that's you right where you're at, I just want you to simply say this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner and I know that I'm in need of a Savior. I ask you to forgive me I ask you to cleanse me, wash me, and make me whole. I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Amen. If you said that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can reach out to me by emailing me at pastortomcrandall at gmail.com. Again, that is pastortomcrandall at gmail.com, all one word. Or you can reach out to us on our Facebook page at Pastor Tom Crandall. Again, I can't thank you enough for taking the time out of your day each and every week to listen to Loving People to the Cross. It is an honor and privilege that we're going on almost two years of being able to bring the gospel right to you right where you're at in life. 
I hope it encourages you each and every week. I hope you're uplifted. I hope that you know how much we love you and we thank you and appreciate it. From my family to yours, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oftentimes, I believe that we forget the true meaning of Christmas. And tonight, I want to share that just with you. Thank you for joining us. Until next week, my friends, God bless and I love you. And continue to love people to the cross, not away from it. Hey, it's Pastor Tom. I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life we find ourselves in the mix of life. And life is hard. It's difficult. But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and today you say, you know what? I want to do that. I want to accept Jesus. I want to know Him on a more intimate level. If that's you, my friend, today I want to pray with you. Simply just pray this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to send Jesus to come and dwell in my heart and to be the Lord of my life. I know that I'm in need of a Savior, and without Him, I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at Pastor Tom Crandall at gmail.com I want to hear from you I want to send you a Bible I want to send you some some information on how to continue to walk with Christ I love you my friend all the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you God bless you